Hello, hello, and welcome back to Organic Gardening for Beginners. It is Christmas Day as I am recording this Monday, December 25th, and I admit I almost missed today and I thought, hell no, I got to get up there and record an episode. So today we are going to have a short and sweet episode where I want to reflect just a little bit on the gardening year that went by and let you know a little bit about what is coming up in the pipeline for next year for 2024 that is a mere week away and what you can expect from the show, some of my goals as a gardener and how it all ties together. So if you are interested in following along, here we go. Alrighty, so this year, 2023 was a very big year for me both personally and professionally, and I will keep it short and sweet so that nobody is sitting there for too long. But basically, we started the year in Southern California on a military base, Camp Pendleton. And in June, my husband retired from 20 years of service. And I did a whole episode about that back in November for my Veterans Day bonus episode. And that, of course, meant that we moved. And so we moved from Southern California, a very pleasant gardening zone to grow in. And before that, South Carolina and before that, Southern California again. So basically the last 10 years um, of very warm, mild winters and warm summers, of course, too. And we moved up to a two acre property up in Western Oregon, about an hour south of Portland. Very different growing zone, very different environment, uh, both weather wise and what you can grow. And so it's been a huge shift. And then obviously with the podcast, I started my with my very first episodes in May. May 27th is when I launched the show. And it has grown beyond my expectations this year. And it has been amazing. This is the 37th episode. And I've gotten such amazing feedback from listeners that I did not expect. And I appreciate so much, both in reviews, as well as just emails and messages to me on, you know, email and Instagram. And I'm so inspired and thankful and just happy that I've gotten messages along the lines of, I've never gardened before, you make it seem so doable, or I've tried gardening before and I wasn't very successful, but you've inspired me to try again. Or even messages such as, I've gardened for a while, but I'm still learning new things and picking up tips that I want to try to implement next year. And it's just, it's so much fun. As you guys know, I don't run ads on this show or, you know, I'm not looking for sponsors, sponsorships or anything. I really do this show out of the heart and wanting to help people get started with gardening because I think it's such an important part of your life, an important part of your kid's life, important for the environment, important for your food. And so this show is just my way of getting information out there, inspiring, answering questions, helping beat that overwhelm of how do I get started and all those things. So this is a labor of love, we'll call it. Um, and so it's been an awesome year. And I'm not even at, you know, the one year anniversary of the, of the show or the 100th episode or one of those big milestones other than this is the last episode of the year of its first year in creation. And so this has been a big year, changes in the garden, changes in how I am helping other gardeners get started. So Maybe that's a weird way to start this episode, but just something that I really wanted to share. Um, so to reflect back on the gardens specifically, we are, so as I mentioned, we're on a two acre property that gets great sun exposure. We're in zone eight 
Uh, as I've mentioned before, we're kind of right on the edge of A and B. And based off of our weather patterns, I think it's more towards A because we are, you know, obviously with acreage, we're more in a rural area. So it gets pretty chilly. Uh, and our soil has a very high clay content. So it holds a lot of water. We have a ton of gophers and voles that are very damaging. So I grow up purely in raised beds for right now with hardware cloth on the bottom so that they can't dig up and eat the roots. I am going to experiment next year with in-ground beds and just see, you know, what happens if I can find some things to plant that won't get eaten. Um, and our gardens, I say our because I have a family, I grow for me, I grow for my family, I grow for my community and for the environment. So I, I try to incorporate food production, flowers for pollinators, flowers to bring into the house. I'm growing seedlings for my community to sell at the farmer's market where I am a vendor. And that's pretty much the plan for next year is to just develop that into as big of a production as I can manage while still learning and adapting to this climate that I've been away from for a long time. I'm from Washington State, which is very similar in climate to where we're at in Oregon. But like I said, 10 years gone, you know, you kind of forget the nuance of working with the rain and frosts and, you know, all the things that you kind of forget about. Whereas in Southern California and South Carolina, it was all about how to keep things alive in the heat and sun scald and things like that. So I want to grow as much of our own food as we can. I want to plant as many flowers as I can. I have a picture in my mind of what the property will look like once we have spent a few years here really working on the garden. And it's a floral oasis in my mind of functional flowers so that I can use for cut flowers that feed pollinators that will turn into fruit. Um, not so much ornamental. I'm not huge on ornamental landscaping. I think it's beautiful. I just don't, it doesn't call to me. Whereas utility does. Um, and sharing all that with my community, again, through the farmer's market, seedling sales, plant sales, things like that, and education and workshops and community and all the things. Um, and that that is kind of ties into where the show is going in the next year, which is obviously continuing the education part, but really trying to reach those of you who are still at the beginning stages of their gardening adventure, who maybe have grown you know, a garden or two, but got hung up on something, or you're just not confident in your skills, where you find yourself asking those questions of, where should I plant this? Does it need fertilizer? Is this too sunny? Can it grow next to this? And I want to encourage you to have that confidence to just try and see what happens. And as I'm sure you've heard me say, if you've listened to a couple of episodes, things happen, plants die, we all kill plants, you know, things don't grow the way you expect them to. And there's always next year. And I really want to drive that point home that the perfect garden, you know, we all make fun of Instagram perfect and all that. But Instagram aside, just in in life, as you look through garden catalogs or magazines or YouTube or whatever, you know, it's easy to get caught up in what your garden doesn't look like or doesn't have or doesn't produce and or what skills you don't have. And I want to encourage you to just let that fall by the wayside and apply what you do know and just try and build that confidence in your skills 
throughout the gardening year and from year to year, whether that's learning to start seeds yourself, bringing in mulch when you never have before, laying off the pesticides and trying some more natural, slow to implement approaches, but that are an overall benefit to your garden, um, or even using your garden produce in a different way. I don't talk too much about garden preservation and canning and fermenting and things like that. Um, but, you know, you never know that could come during the summer episodes. But just basically to sum it all up is just inspiring you guys to try something new, keep going, even if you have had poor gardening experiences in the past or you're not sure what you're doing. Just try it anyways. Just try it anyways. Plants want to grow. Seeds want to sprout. And you never know what's going to happen. I mean, you think of that tiny little tomato seed and how it can turn into an eight foot tall tomato plant that gives you thousands of fruits. And it just, for me anyways, is such a reminder that plants want to grow. And with just a tiny bit of care and input, you can really help them achieve that and benefit from it in the end, as well as nature, of course. Um, And so, yeah, education, inspiration, helping you get past some of those big stumbling blocks in your garden. Uh, Those are the big goals of 2024. And of course, sharing with you as I'm developing this property, which of course is a multi-year project um, because that picture in my head will take a long time to develop both the work that goes into that picture as well as just the years of maturity that the plants need to really reach their peak and perform the way I want them to perform. Some of the big topics that I want to cover on the show are in the spring primarily, I'll be talking a lot about garden planning and how to either build out your first garden, how to maximize your plantings throughout the season so that you don't have kind of a one and done garden where you plant everything in the spring, it starts to produce, and then by August, your garden is starting to wind down or even sooner. Um, We will talk a lot about seed starting because that's one of my mini passions within gardening. And I've talked about this this before as well, where I I love buying seedlings. Don't get me wrong. Heck, I want to sell seedlings in my community. Um, You know, and in a pinch, they're great as a first timer. They're awesome. But there is nothing like starting from seed. You have so much control over the timing, the quality, the size before you transplant, but really the variety. The variety is amazing. You know, you think of, I always think of the number 43, which is how many Cosmos varieties are available at Swallowtail Seeds. And think of how many Cosmos you see at Home Depot or Lowe's or even your neighborhood nursery. And it's maybe one variety, two varieties, three, four max, I would guess. And think you have 43 to choose from in a seed catalog. Any shade of pink and white and purple, short ones, tall ones. Um, I have a Disney song playing in my head now. Um, And uh, it just, it's so cool. Sorry, I I got so distracted by that song popping into my head. Um, But anyways, starting from seed is amazing. I know it can be really intimidating. And so that's one of the topics that I want to dive into coming up here in the springtime. And then also, as the season goes on, I want to continue talking about ways to keep your garden growing well, even in the face of 
maybe some bad bugs or, hey, the, the weather is very hot and my garden is struggling. What do I do? Or my garden got hit by a late frost and all my seedlings died. What do I do? And kind of helping you troubleshoot as the year goes on. And as a little insert here, if you have topic requests or questions or you know, deep dives that you're interested in, please let me know those because those totally help. You can email those to me, jessica at homegrownfoodandflowers.com. And of course, my email is in the show notes. Um, I got a review on Apple Podcasts a while back where someone was asking for information about season extension and how to use low tunnels or row covers. And so I ended up doing a whole episode about that because I want to make sure that I'm helping you guys get the information that you need to have an awesome year. And of course, there are certain areas that I'm more experienced in than others. Um, I'm not a compost expert. I've said that many times. That's still a process that I am learning about. But in particular, um, I would like to bring on a few guests to the show to give that expertise about working with clay soil or about worm composting or composting in general. Um, So you just might see or hear rather a few guest episodes um, coming up this this next year as opposed to all of the solo episodes I've done so far this year, just because I want to make sure, again, that you guys get the information you need and that you've got a very experienced person talking about those topics, if that's not me. Um, My ego is not so big that I can't admit that there is still a lot to learn in the gardening world, even though I've been at this for quite some time. And that's really the wrap-up episode of this year. It's crazy that the year's over. I'm so, so excited for this next year. I'm sure everybody, you know, feels like we hear that and say that ourselves at the end of every year. Um, but man, the potential that gardens bring to you, to your family, it just, it blows my mind. When you think about taking a portion of your food production and putting it right in your backyard, educating your kids about where food comes from, As I always say, what's the difference between a cucumber and a zucchini and respecting bugs? Uh, It just it it thrills me like I can't even coherently express it because it just makes me so happy, so delighted to be a part of that and to hopefully encourage you to make that a part of your life um, that I just I can't wait for this next year. Um, I think it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be a very good one. So with that, I will not blather. It's Christmas Day. I'm going to go back downstairs and spend a little more time with family before the day is over. And I wish you a very happy holiday season. If you are not a Christmas celebrator, thank you for indulging me with my Merry Christmas wishes and Happy New Year to everybody. Um, My actual next episode is going to come out. I'm looking at my calendar right this very second on January 2nd. So it will be in 2024. All right, everybody. Have a good night. Bye.